0: Friends, Welcome to the Tulips and Roses podcast. I'm your host, Madison Francis, and I could not be more excited to have you here today. Before we jump into today's episode, if you're listening on Spotify or your platform of choice, make sure to hit the follow button, leave us a review and a five-star rating. If you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, leave a comment with your thoughts, and share with a friend you think would benefit or relate to the topics today. All of our social media links and a form you can fill out to submit topic suggestions, anonymously or not, will be in the description of each video and in our channel. Channel and episode description on each podcast platform. If you would like a longer, more in depth recap of each episode, as well as any updates, information, and to sign up for our newsletter, visit tulipsandrosespod.com. Thank you so much for being here today and supporting me and the Tulips and Roses podcast. I hope you enjoy the content. I hope it helps and I hope it inspires you to love and appreciate yourself every day. So, this past week, honestly, I've just been feeling meh. Like the weather is changing. I've talked about this in the past few episodes, but it it really is affecting me. I don't know if it's you guys as well. Let me know down below in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Nothing was really sparking anything inside of me. I wasn't feeling very inspired. So I really had to kind of go back to my goal and my reasons why I wanted to start a podcast to begin with. And I realized that even though I do have a little bit of points that I read from in front of me, when I speak from my heart, I feel like I'm healing. And I wanted to make this podcast because I want to help others feel the same. So I want to heal myself and help others feel the same as well. Obviously, I'm a human and I'm not perfect. Like I'm affected by the weather and stuff like that. I have days and honestly, more often than not, I wake up in a really low vibrational state. Like I'm very like I don't want to get up. I don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to I want to just eat like the biggest greasiest, most disgusting breakfast. Like I wake up in that state almost every day and I have to fight myself to get out of that state. Some days it's easier than others, but some days it's really, really hard. After a few months of being in this personal development journey, just actually making a, a conscious effort each and every day to try to show up as my best self, I've noticed so many amazing things change. It's easier To change my mind. It's easier for me to combat those first thoughts of negativity with something positive. It's wild to me that a couple months ago, I was at my spiritual mental emotional rock bottom like I was on so many different medications and I've tried pretty much every medication out there for depression anxiety all that kind of thing I was on two three different medications for that I was going to therapy I was doing all this stuff and I'm not saying that those things aren't great for some people they helped me and I'm thankful that they were there for me in those times but once I made the decision to commit to myself slowly not all abruptly at once I slowly have been able to wean myself off of all those medications which is amazing because like I've been on some type of medication since I was in high school like since I was 16 so it's like 11 years of not knowing myself not with medication I've honestly changed every single thing about my life And it all stems from this one quote where if you want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. For me, I was able to solve that issue with just by doing one thing. And that was making the decision to be committed to myself because I've never been committed to myself. Even when some situation would happen where something was done wrong, I would always be the first to say out loud to others that, Like, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? I must have messed up. It's probably me. I'm the problem. So rather than hearing a situation outright for what it is, and making a decision afterwards, whether or not it was my fault, I automatically took the blame as if I was always the one that was capable of doing something wrong and nobody else, everybody else was doing something right. And that is so harmful. (laughs) That is so harmful to think because you know what? Like you are just like everybody else. You're capable of making mistakes, but you're also capable of making positive choices and not making mistakes and doing things right. It's finding that sweet spot of right where you start to think negatively about yourself. You're not being committed to yourself. Find out first what happened and see if you need to take the blame, apologize, whatever, rather than something's done wrong something happened and you automatically taking the blame because it might not even be your fault but on the same note that also goes to say don't ever try to avoid the blame when you do something wrong which you will at some point in your life you're human we're all human if you're able to own up to it take whatever consequences happen from it like a like an adult I have so much respect for you because it takes so much courage but on the other end of that you can't always be the first person that apologizes when you apologize for everything even when things are not your fault I know sometimes it can seem like you are being nice or you're wanting to soften the blow of the situation that you're in but when you apologize for something that is not of your doing all that you are doing is watering down an apology that comes from you if someone's apologizing for every this that and the other thing that happens when they're truly sorry you're probably going to question it and I'm definitely one of those people that over apologizes and like when the time comes where I actually want to apologize to someone and make a meaningful apology I feel it in my heart I'm like I'm so sorry the person that you're apologizing to isn't gonna know how deeply you feel sorry for those things or that thing because you say it all the time you always just say I'm sorry when are you saying sorry just wait for the situation to unfold to a point where a blame is to be shown out be really conscious with the words that you say and when you say them and also since we're on the topic of apologizing do not apologize for someone else's feelings You know what? If you want to slap me in the face, just slap me in the face. Don't apologize for the way that I feel. That is like the worst. That's like the fuse. Thankfully, on this personal development journey, I've been able to like I don't have a lot of anger. Usually my extreme feelings tend to go directly into sadness. But when I get angry, I'm like like some things just. They cut that cord. They flip a switch. It flips a switch in me where I'm like, oh, and that is one of them. When you apologize for the way that I feel, that's an abrasive phrase. All that's going to do is agitate the other person. And like, to be honest, once you say I'm sorry for how you feel, you're watering down the word sorry. So all your other apologies are going to be like, is this person really sorry? And also you have no part in the way that the other person feels. If you really want to make a truthful meaningful apology apologize for your actions what you have control over what you said and what you did all that you can do and that's all that you should do if you have an inkling or an urge you're really angry at the person or you want to and you want to snap back or whatever like (laughs) practice silence if you just stay silent like you are coming out of the other end of that argument stronger trust me on that one and on that note I was thinking about of a like a lot of other flexes and a lot of flexes in partners like what am I looking for in a partner and that's been like a really big thing this week I was talking to some people and um, you know we're all in different situations in the dating pool one of them is not dating one of them is very much almost getting married just waiting for that ask and I'm completely on the opposite end like I'm not currently dating not looking to date I do want to in the future but I am so committed to myself right now I can't commit to another person so I'm just not even looking like it's not even on My radar right now, a really helpful exercise that I've been hearing a lot of. My last connection was horrible. And I was that person that was in the dream world where I was like, I love this person. I would marry this person. Like all these. Things and I was still crying to my friends on the side, like, he's not texting me back, or he hasn't shown up for this, he's not there. When, like, there was no, there was honestly more negative traits about this person than there were positive ones. And I know my friends are tired of hearing about this person, and I was tired of talking about this person, but there was something about this person that I could not let go. So these past few years of my life, I'm really gonna look back to them for the rest of my life because it was. It symbolized a turning point for me and I met this person right before I went downhill and I would like to say that that person did not help me go uphill. That person actually only helped me go to my rock bottom faster. It was such a hard thing for me because usually you go to other people to help you, like to keep you from drowning, but that person was trying to push me down. And then at the end of that, I find out he's on the other side with Someone else starting a family, beautiful house, all these all these amazing things. And I'm like, you helped and watched me sink to the depths of hell and you get to come out of the other side like Nothing happened like you are just like some amazing person and you deserve all that. So I keep talking about this person because that is so huge on the outside of that situation looking in like it doesn't seem fair, but in life, we don't always get what we want. We get what we need. If I never went through that situation, it would have taken me so much longer to commit to myself and to commit to being a better person and I know in my heart that that person is not doing the work because whenever you've wanted to change something whether it's losing weight or growing your hair I don't know I'm just thinking of random things here that stuff doesn't happen overnight and people don't change overnight I certainly didn't change overnight it's taken me like when I tell you I was at the lowest of the possible low in my life I'm talking like I was I, I feel like a completely different person and I come across old videos of myself and I'm like I can't believe that I was like that and I was in that place and I was thinking so many negative things about myself about the world and I just my hope was like almost diminished for me to go from that place then on all these medications super low literally felt like I was at the bottom the bedrock of the earth to where I am now I feel so amazing I feel so healthy mind body soul I'm making amazing connections I'm having so many amazing opportunities just come to me I'm attracting them that didn't happen overnight so I know that that person where we broke off our connection that person wasn't working on themselves I mentioned an exercise that I did a little bit earlier that really helped me, and it was to make a list of all of the traits that you want in your future partner. When I wrote the list, I realized that my past partner didn't really possess a lot of those traits, but then I also took another look at the list and realized that I didn't possess a lot of these traits this wasn't the sole reason I decided to go on a personal development journey but it gave me a really great place to start because I think all of the things that I put on my list they're really good traits for everyone to have so if some of you get upset I'm sorry but that's good because it strikes a chord within you like you know deep down if you're upset at this then that means that you need to change and you're so much closer to that change to wanting that change, to having to change. Like when I think about it, like encouraging, am I really that like, was I, I was not encouraging. (laughs) I would say I was encouraging, but my actions were different. Like I was, I didn't say encouraging things with my heart. Like now everything I say, I believe and I feel within. And it's like a hundred percent of my energy. I'm wanting positive things for the person I'm encouraging. I wanted somebody who was consistent. And I was the least consistent person ever. I can't even believe that. I wanted my other person to be this great, amazing person. I wasn't in any position to be attracting a consistent person because I wasn't consistent. I truly think everyone should write a list like this because it shows you what you value and what's important to you in the people that you're around or want to be spending a lot of time with. It shows you the areas that you're going to be looking for in your ideal partner or friend or whatever. But then look back at yourself and figure out where you where you can improve. I'm not saying I'm also not saying that you're never going to attract anybody ex- like better than you, but when you think about it, if you stay the same way you are and that person's already up here or already wherever, are they going to stay with you or or are are they going to stay with you or are they going to constantly want to strengthen those skills? Cuz I know that I would. I know that staying in the same place mentally spiritually physically is harmful to me and i always want to be progressing growing moving forward being better than the other day one percent better at least so if you stay where you are and you meet a person on the same level your mirror whatever and they're committed to progressing and you are not the gap between you both is just gonna get bigger and you don't want that in a relationship you want to feel closer to your partner and I'm sitting here saying this to you as somebody who's never been in a relationship you're probably like oh my god she's got no whatever listen I still have friends from the third grade I know how to have a relationship yeah friendships are different than relationships for sure but like I don't want a partner if I can't be their friend also we can all agree on this talk is cheap someone can tell you until the cows come home how dependable they are how punctual they are how caring they are how attentive they are but if you are not seeing that through consistent effort and action how much longer are you going to stay there like you need to be shown these things you need somebody who is pushing and putting these things into action one of my biggest things is that I wanted somebody who was dependable that I could call whenever I was feeling some type of way I could talk to every day but like I did have friends that were trying to contact me or needed me at specific moments that were that that, that wouldn't happen and that person even had called me a few times and I hadn't picked up like I wasn't dependable if you want somebody who is always dependable you can't be mostly dependable at that time I showed up when I could when it was good for me. But I wanted that person to show up no matter what for me. But I wasn't going to show up that way for them. And I didn't show up that way for them. I don't regret it in that situation because maybe I'll get into it in another episode. But like That whole situation was very, very unhealthy. All I can chalk it up to is just learning experiences on where I could be a better person. But no, I wouldn't go back and be like, I wouldn't go back and leave work to go help this person do bad things. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm talking about. And that's not what I think you should do. So I came across a very interesting saying, and it was that men marry the ones they don't have to change for. I wanted to marry that person. I looked at this person. I don't know why, but I looked at this person like I was like, I, I would be OK marrying you like I would definitely do it. He would have had to change a thousand percent. And so I, I would have also I would have also had to have changed. I added this to the end. Just like you shouldn't marry someone that you have to change for. If you are committed to being the best version of yourself possible, you shouldn't have to change for somebody else. You should not. You should have to change for yourself. You should want to change for yourself and just be a better version of you. And if someone tries to change that or they don't like what you're doing because you're changing from when you met them, then that's not your person. And why do you want to marry a person that is going to stifle that with men marrying the ones they don't have to change for? Like, I didn't see that person as changing for the better. I saw that person as messy. And I just, I'm just saying messy and really superficial things because there's so many things about that situation that I can't say. So maybe in my book. <laughs> and he was okay being messy. And maybe the new girl that he's with doesn't mind if he's messy. So therefore, he doesn't have to change. Whereas if we stayed together, he would have to not be messy. You could even think about it this way you meet someone and you have a really great hobby. Let's say you like reading. And that person, doesn't like when you read and they want you to stop reading are you really gonna change for that person so that you can marry them like reading is so good it's done so many great things for you or whatever so writing this list really helped me out because it's helping me become the person that I want to be like I want to be all of these things and more but this is a good place to start if you want someone to show up for you again as a mirror you have to show up for yourself first And whatever that like and do that, whatever, however that means to you, because truthfully, like even when I was at my lowest, even when you are at your lowest, like I know somebody out there can resonate with this. There was always something in my heart that made me feel like I was destined for more. I wanted all of these nice things. I wanted the perfect life. I wanted my life to be like a fairy tale. And that. That feeling that you get from all of those hopes and dreams was just always in me, even when I was doing self-destructive things and not eating. Like when I was straying farther away from my path, I still had that. I know you have it too and you owe it to yourself to do everything and anything you can to live each day as best as possible. And you want to know why I know that other people have it, too, because I see on social media and even when my friends talk about it. But like when you like like you have to pay attention to what you get upset about, like when you get upset, when people mistreat you, it can also be said that you're upset because you feel like you deserve to be treated better when someone lies to you and you're upset about it. You know, you deserve the truth. So that's why you're upset about the lies. So we need to stop doing things like this to ourselves and accepting those lies. Again, I'm going to say it. You don't have to cut people off right away. You don't have to cut situations, make any drastic changes. You can make them slower, but recognize where the issues are and what you don't like, what you don't want to handle anymore and change them. Make small changes for a big change. I want to see so many people win deep down. And I know you know that you deserve the best because you know what a bad cup of coffee tastes like. No one would continually go to a cafe that served them a horrible cup of coffee every single day. That doesn't make sense. If you do that, you need to change. Don't go back to the same places, situations, or people that make you feel less than. Like you don't deserve something or make you feel bad. To get something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. So try a new coffee place. Do something different every day and you will get something you've never had. Guaranteed. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Tulips and Roses. If you found a value in today's episode and you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, hit the like button and leave a comment with your thoughts on the topics we discussed today. If you're listening on Spotify or another podcast platform, please follow, leave us a review and a five star rating. And of course, share this episode with someone who you would love to give flowers to however you would like. All of our social media links and a place where you can submit a topic for discussion, anonymous or not, are on our profile on every platform and in the description of each episode, no matter how you're tuning in. I'm also very active on our Instagram so you can submit topic suggestions there as well. I love you all and I want to see you win. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope wherever you are you have a beautiful day. Bye!